0: To the DB Coach podcast with Eric Michelson, where we help equip you in the home healthcare, durable medical equipment, and respiratory world to take great care of your customers, even better care of your team members, and really help you run a very fun and profitable store. This is the second podcast of a teaching I did with Sarah Hannah owner and CEO of ECS Billing. Uh, They are our biller. uh, uh, They're our other half in our uh, medical supply store. We have worked with her for eight years now, and we really work hand in hand. We are two separate companies with the same purpose. But I really enjoyed teaching with her on character structure. And what character structure truly is, is how do we work with our current team members to really help them, enable them, train them to be successful in their job. Now, I forgot last week to give props to who I uh, learned this from. The whole character structure model that I use comes from Dr. John Townsend, and he wrote a book called People Feel. He's a New York Times bestselling author, but it is something that has Revolutionized how I have led our medical supply store. So, if that is something that interests you, uh, pick up his book. I'm going to put a put a Amazon link in the uh, the show notes, um, or just reach out to me. I'd love to tell you just kind of why it is so vitally important. Because once you get this. You stop playing whack a mole where things just pop up over and over and over again. So, uh, that is your introduction. And here is part two of my teaching with Sarah Hannah on leading in a very healthy character structure. Now, I'm not going to go so far as to say, okay, you have to integrate everything, you know, all eight hours a day that our team members work can't be about their personal life. You have to. Break it up, and this is why the third part of the character structure is separation or proper boundaries. Because you have to say, "Hey, my son Nils, who's eight, I'm not going to answer your FaceTime to call right now because I'm in a meeting <laughs> because Sarah has more important than you getting more screen time, dude. There's got to be proper boundaries. I mean, legit oh, things. Oh yeah, it has this or this, so. And in my old days, I would always take home some sort of baggage. Does, does a customer take out your day? It, just because, you know, I'm I'm at the point where our team or our store has over 10,000 customers and clients. So, I mean, the odds of us encountering one crazy a day is really, really high. I can't let him or her take my day out and then go home and sacrifice my night with my wife and my four kids or you know, so there is a you need integration, but at the same time, the other side is we've got to have proper boundaries and not let one thing just you know wh- whiplash it out. Right. um it, yeah. it, It's crazy.
1: I think that's again another challenge with um, working from home is taking that time. I mean, sometimes the drive home from work can help you decompress before you walk in the door. Um, and now you just basically open the door and you're in the kitchen, and it's like. Or some people are working in the kitchen at the kitchen table. I mean, and it's, you know, you get yourself so emotionally strung out that it's easy to those boundaries get crossed and there's not that um, ability to separate. So I think being very in tune with why your um, heart rate is elevated, why your blood pressure is rushing and, you know, being attuned to those things within yourself as well as into your, your team members um, if maybe they're bringing something home in, into work and then they're blowing up at people. Um, or, I mean, you don't even have to be in the same physical space. You can be on a Zoom call like we are right now and you can see someone, you know, their faces, you know, getting angry and their posture is stiff and, you know, or you could see someone, you know, sloughing off and falling asleep and, you know. Uh, you know and, and so there's a lot of things, even though you're remote, you still can see those personality quirks so you've got to find out what's going on and you know help them find those boundaries whether it's for them saying you know well this is too stressful and my husband wife significant other children whoever friends are saying i really need to quit because this is just too much here what are we doing in our office that's making it too much you know you know sometimes it's from us too yeah oh absolutely We're, we're sometimes counselors as well as leaders yeah i mean You know, we may be a boss, but you also have to understand your people. I mean, heck, you know, um, for a while, you know, a few years back, and now we're not traveling really at all for business, but, you know, I would breeze in and breeze out, and I think I'm friendly. But people were so intimidated by me, even though I'm at five foot two rolling in, you know, Um, they were intimidated because I was so much focused on what I need to do before I get back on the road that I may smile and wave, but I wasn't engaged and I wasn't attuned to their needs. I wasn't stopping to really look them in the eye. I wasn't uh, listening to hear. I was listening just to, okay, are we done? We got to move on, you know, and so I've really worked on I really worked on slowing my pace, looking people in the eye and really listening to hear and then, you know, reiterating what they say back to me. So I'm we're on the same page because they may be saying it to me, but I might be hearing it a whole different way. And if I can repeat it, then it, it prevents miscommunication along the line. So I'm really big in the last two years. I'm in meetings and I'll say, "Okay, wait, can I stop you? okay, I just wanna make sure I understand. Is this what you're saying and I reiterate? And then they're like, yes, that's it. Now we're together. Now we're meshing or no, that's not it. Thank you so much. I didn't say that correctly. You know, and I hope people do that with me and I ask people to do that with me
0: because- And and, And as your client, because we hire you to be our billing company, when I meet with your staff, I notice this. I see that you have developed into your staff because then they meet with my team members and they get it. They, you know, sometimes you're like, "Hey, here's the basic numbers for the month. I know you're having a hard week. Do you need any more than a 10-minute sync?" And I'm like, "No, I'm done." Right. And then yeah. there are other times they can come into us and say, "Hey, we need to we need to dial down these few denials for a good 50 minutes, figure out the processes, and it works." And I can tell because leadership comes from the top and goes down. And because you do that, your team members underneath you have grown significantly in the eight years. And we can laugh at some stories. Oh, can we ever? (laughs) That's what it's about. And I'm glad. I'm like, yes, let's keep growing. I want to grow. I want your team to grow. And we have good separation and boundaries. Now, the last part of the character structure is what's called attachment. And attachment, another word, is just like Hey, are you bought into your job? And these are people who have just the JOB. They're the ones, they clock in right on time, they clock out right on time, the monotone, they're monotone. They ain't bought in. They're like, okay, how many hours did I get? It's it's not a, you want proper attachment on your team because with EC, ECS is Sarah Hannah. It's Sarah mm-hmm. Hannah and ECS. They, they are the same, same way as Eric at Howard's, Eric at DME coach. It, it's, it's one of the same. I care about it because it's my baby. Right. Absolutely. Right, if you have a team member that, that ain't bought into ECS, how do you handle that?
1: Well, you know, uh, first I've got to look at, you know, how did we bring them on and onboard them? Mm-hmm. I mean, someone I hired two years ago, a year ago, uh, heck, you know, eight months ago was onboarded differently than we're doing right now. We did a deep dive into our training program starting in uh, May. We took the time with me being uh, off the road and I really focused in on, you know, uh, c- kind of like you, if we're not hitting the numbers, the collection numbers for our clients, I was going, guys, you know, we need to get in there and we need to do this. And no matter how much I, you know, gave more, you know, uh, more claim lines to push them past the goals. We weren't hitting what I, we thought should be done. And so I really delved into our training program and I dissected the heck out of it. I made people uncomfortable because I was so far in and I did. Um, and then I also looked at one of the, I think two things are key. Uh, one was I did a leadership survey on myself and my three top level man uh, executives. Where I sent it out to the team, in anonymous through SurveyMonkey, I did a 360 survey. Um, I I got it so I couldn't even look at their IP addresses. In you know, because I have remote workers, so I could just dial in. What town, what city? I know who you are. I'm not going to do that. I wanted them to know there's no fear of repercussion. I need that honest feedback. And um, you know, I've been working on my management style for a while, and my my results came back showing that. Um, I know if I would have done this 18 months ago, I would have had totally different results. But um, I guess timing's everything, right? (laughs) But, but, you know, I I learned so much. There were some deep, uh, there were some, you know, hard hits. They said it nicely, some didn't. But um, it was like, if you're really honest with yourself, you're going to sit there and go, yeah, I can see that. And so the first thing is to take the ego out. You got to take that ego out hat hat off when you walk in the door and read those, read it first, get the emotions out, read it again. Emotions are still there, but logic starting to move in, read it again. And logic is going to come in. And then you say, okay, how can I address this? And then I really did something that I never did before was, um, you know, if someone says something, you're like, well, you know, I own this place. You know, you can say that, you know, or how dare you say something like that. But, there are a couple of comments and, you know, I could see the, like, and I I shared them with my executive team because they had their own, you know, they had their own to deal with. And they were like, well, I can't believe somebody would say that. And I'm like, now, hold on a second. Let's put ourselves in their shoes. I can actually see why they would say something like that. And, um, it doesn't mean it's right. Doesn't mean I agree with it, but I can actually see why someone could come up with that conclusion. So, um, you know, taking that survey and learning from that helps me to know what will take them from just doing a job to having ownership because now I know what they need, what they're looking for. And if they show that, that shows I care. And if you have people who know someone at work cares about them, you have a 41% reduction in absenteeism. Okay. And if I hear what they're saying, they see me act upon that, because I believe it too, that really takes to another level. The other areas that people were talking about um, some changes we need to do in that training program. I sent out a whole survey to the entire team again about the training program. Where did we fail them? Where did we succeed? Where can we be better? And just went through a whole slew of questions, both narrative and um, multiple choice, you know, ranking strongly agree, agree, you know, that kind of thing. And um What was great was before I took that, had that um, in play, we had already started the process of making those changes. So when I had that survey done in July, I knew, good, we are on the right track. We just have to pivot a little bit and pivot over here. And my job is we are not taking that foot off that pedal. We're going to keep going because if we let up, it's easy to go back to the old ways. It's easier. We got to have someone keep pushing it going. And I'm the, the driving force
0: when your team is not absent and this could be any team but let's say you you know your absentee rate goes down even as a yes. company you guys can more consistently work claims exactly more consistently work claims you're pushing my claims out faster because you're pushing my claims out faster guess who gets paid faster me so
1: and me because and- i get paid <laughs>
0: wonderful and this is where it's like, it is it is so amazing, and I'm going to brag for a second so you can celebrate with me. Our CPAP compliance at four months is up to 97%. I'm like, you cannot get higher than that. Oh, wow, like,
1: that's amazing.
0: When we passed 85. We were throwing a party. Absolutely. Like, how did we hit 97? Well, we mm. have the whole we we use the whole resonant thing. We're like, the moment you don't sleep with your device, we're calling you, saying, Hey, Sarah. Um, you didn't use your CPAP last night. Is there something wrong? Yeah, my mask isn't. Hey, come on in. We'll take care of that. Or, hey, talk to your doctor. And we nailed that so well that our customers are happy. Our doctors are happy. We're not returning. We can bill month four on our PAP devices. And that's the great thing is everyone's bought in. And so we're all winning. And But it, <laughs> it's taken us eight years to get there because... You had to do your job. I had to do our job. I had to bring it down to our team. We were right. doctors who we talked to the patients. This is this is a big tree to grow. So like when I go out to Yakima and rural Sealand, I see these great orchards. Some of those trees are eighty years old. It took a long time before they looked that magnificent. Whereas like when they started, it was a seed. It was it was a disaster when I started Howard in two thousand four. I had no idea what I was doing. You
1: just that's bill it right, in, right? We get paid tomorrow, right? <laughs> that's, that's right oh <laughs> he when you're saying that you know the, the tree is uh, that the seed to the growth in the 80 year old tree um you know i'm down in hurricane area and um you know when we got hit well there's been a number of hurricanes but the biggest one was in 2016 and it just devastated uh the island and um a lot of trees fell but there were so i mean this place is inundated with trees. And there are palm trees that you'll see in the storms that are totally bending and bending and they never fall. And they're hundreds of years old, hundreds. And you know, it, the thing is, is that as we go through all these challenges, we just bend and we keep um, coming back. And that's, I tell you what, I think that it gives us the opportunity when we go through those obstacles, we go through those challenges, we, we see those uh, results, we listen to our team. It helps us to reinvent Reimagine and re engineer our businesses.
0: Yeah, and you nail it. And you know, so the character structure we have grace, truth, time on the other part, then you have the trunk, which in our team members, this would be capability, reality, boundaries, attachment. That makes for one heck of a strong tree. Now, everyone has their strong areas and their weak areas, but if once we understand that, I'm you know, like, yeah, Eric, you started this presentation off by yelling at fruit. Well, the <laughs> fruit is on, on top. People think, hey, hey, you know, hire me and I'm going to get you great fruit. We will. You hire either one of us. We're going to get you great fruit. We can tweak the fruit a little bit. If you ignore the trunk, if you ignore the ground, you're going to, you, you might get decent fruit for like a month. Because it goes all the way down because when that hurricane hits, or in our case, we just made it through competitive bidding and COVID, we're still going strong. Why? You understand the long-term, whereas we've seen so many fly-by-night companies, they come and go, come and go. We're like, okay, we see what you're going to do. Yep, throw that KX modifier on. Uh, Yeah, CMS will be calling you in six months because you don't have the proper documentation you understand the components of the tree to get to where we need to go is, which is great fruit.
1: Absolutely. And you know, this is all these things that we're talking about here. It just goes back to um, the first time I ever heard about it was I was, I was a sophomore in college, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs.
0: Yes. Yes. It, it,
1: it it all dovetails and you know, you, you go through the books and the classes, but until you're actually, in there and relationally understanding what goes on in the business and managing a team, it comes into, it's a physiological, the safety, love, belonging, esteem, getting things right. And then they hit self-actualization, which is engagement. And so in order to hit those and to make sure that we provide that to our team, we've got to be present and intentional in our interactions with our employees.
0: Mm-hmm. and typically when someone hires a consultant it goes to number three here what's the performance we want to perform we want to perform we can go straight to performance and you know and tweak it but really okay. you have the four on one side and then it actually leads to and i can i can vouch for your team you have an amazing leadership team well why are they great people they're great in this area over here so then you actually end up with if you do a problem you have great people you have great personnel underneath them. And then you have great performance, which in the business world is profits, how what comes out, and you understand, oh, it all works. Grace, truth, time is the base capability, reality, boundaries, attachment is in the middle. And then now you have great people running a business with great personnel and great profits. And you're like, oh, why didn't I? They didn't teach me this in business
1: school. No, no. I mean, they taught me the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, but it was just basically memorization. It, you didn't see how it really delves into all these areas. And it, it is all that, you know, the capability, the reality, the boundaries, attunement, attachment, attachment to the job, belonging. I mean, we're putting so much of our lives into our time at work that we have to have um, satisfaction in it. We have to have engagement. We have to feel ownership. Or it's just a big part of our life that's dragging us down. Mm -hmm. And um, that's a huge thing. So if we're going to work, which we have to, most of us do, (laughs) but, you know, you want to make sure that uh, it is something that excites and energizes some days are downers, you know, And again, you wake up, you get out of bed, you pull your trousers on one leg at a time, you make it out the door, and just find one thing in that day that can excite you. Like, hey, that was a good thing. That was a great thing. That brings you back the next day. It's like a golf game. You can be playing so bad the whole time. And on that 18th hole, you hit a great drive. You're like, oh, yeah. And you're back the next weekend. (laughs)
0: And so, you know, is is this fairy dust? Is this you know, do you just sprinkle a little bit bit of this on and, you know, is it, what do you think?
1: Well, fairy dust is a um, quick fix, right? And we just said it takes long time to build. It's, we're in for the long haul, long game. What this is, it's the fairy dust that starts you off to that profitability, Mm -hmm. to that accountability, to that engagement to that higher percentage of sales. And so you find the dust, now you've got it. Like, woo, I've got my fairy godmother. Now, how are we going to use her for the long term? How yeah. are we going to take this and sprinkle it over time rather than throwing all of it at the, at the door and the window and seeing what happens, you know? And usually when you throw everything at it, it explodes and implodes. Mm-hmm. We need it to contain its energy and just sprinkle it over time. So it's the fairy dust that, if you use it in the right manner, in the right amount, and over time consistently, then you reach the results. Will you go sometimes two steps forward and three steps back? Absolutely. The key is that we keep making those steps forward.
0: Mm-hmm. And this is why I love working with you because I know the true Sarah Hannah, and I you're bought in, and you're going to figure it out. Likewise. I'm bought in. I'm going to figure it out as well, too. And I've had some of our new team members like, oh, this is great. You've always done it this way. And one of our older team members like, you weren't in here in 2010 when we failed the site accreditation survey by HQA. Eric was pissed. Or you weren't here when this happened. You you know, there are some various things we put on and it fixes it, but- it is a time process. It it takes time. It takes time. And I'm encouraged whatever problem I'm going to hit next week or in a few months, or we will work through it because there, there is a proven process that you know, that I know, Hey, what's your problem? Because, you know, you know, Johnny's DME in Topeka, Kansas is different than Howard's in the northwest which is but there's still a proven process because you have claims whether it's marketing or you get it you get it in get it out and we right. can
1: figure that out absolutely and again it's just the same thing is uh, that like that book is saying the obstacle is the way yes. it's those three step fours two step back times and that you pivot and you reinvent yourself we all have those and we're, we're yet to have even more that we don't even know and that we keep going in the face of that knowledge is what keeps us successful. You know, we're not giving up, and I think that's the thing. And um, as long as the thing, also, you know, you're giving me a lot of kudos. And uh, you know, the key thing in a great relationship, you know, you've got ten thousand customers. I don't have ten thousand customers, but I I want to be engaged with my customer. And when we've got great communication, and there's some that are are better than others where you see us as a true partner. Others see us as we're just their hired hand and they can, you know, step all over us sometimes. So they're not going to see the results as well because it's just like, you know, push out, do your job. Um, But when we engage, like you said, we, I listen to you, you listen to me and you and I both know we've gone through some times together. And I remember, um, I think it was, I called you at night or it was on a weekend, we weren't doing normal work hours and you took my phone call and I had a real difficult uh, conversation about uh, a person who was on, in charge of your account. Yeah. And I was going to let her go and you had seen it coming, I had seen it coming. I had given her too much grace and it was a hard, a hard one to, to do. And I called you and we discussed it. And, you know, again, just, uh, you know, being CEO, owner. Oh, the title is so great. It's a title. We still have to get our hands dirty and we're alone at the top. And so when you have trusted individuals that as leaders, you can go to as leaders who you respect and who understand and who won't hold you in judgment for having the challenges who know that if, Hey, if I help this person through, it's only going to help me in the end too. Um, And I think that's also something to consider as leaders is not to think that you're an Island and to, um, really use those people who are trusted individuals as sounding boards as um your venting station because you have your employees come to you and vent but who the heck do you go to to vent you know because you can't take it home to your wife all the time and the you worst know thing
0: in the world could be hey hey sarah you're a commodity no you're not oh, you an individual that cares about your team members and when you called me yep. And I felt it. I was like, Oh, Greta, we knew it was coming, but it still was hard when we know, okay, it's like, Hey, we're getting ready for the hurricane. We've batted the hatches. We're all ready. The hurricane still hits and you're like crumb down. But because we had that relationship, we actually pivoted really, really quickly.
1: We did. We did.
0: Because I trusted you. It was like, okay, hurricane's gone. Let's rock and roll. And we did. And it, and, but that's what happens when you're like, I don't want to talk about the hurricane. It's coming no matter what it is, you're yeah. ready for it and move on. Or you're like, well, maybe it'll pass me over. <laughs> you're homeless now because you denied it. And then where we're going is, hey, in the end is, is production. We have great billing rates. Our DSO is low. You're doing well. I want ECS to do so doggone well, because guess what I'm paying commission. And if you're doing well, I'm doing even better, and you understand that. I understand it, and you know the, the the secret sauce is like, hey, let's all do well. And actually, guess who does even better? My customers,
1: because they know exactly they got-
0: right. for me it was paid for. They don't have to deal with pickups. You know, it's going to Medicare. They're so everyone is happy from our community, to our providers, to you, but it has taken a long time and it's a process. And I have no idea what 2021 is going to look like, but I can tell you, hey, we'll figure it out. And That's right like mentioned, I'm going to put that in the podcast notes. It'll be on the YouTube. So, you know, people get, oh, there is a process of how we deal with obstacles. It's not just like, figure it out. Well, yeah. you can't figure it out, but it's a whole lot easier. There's a way to figure out, how to get to the production that, you know, we want our businesses that we work with to get to.
1: Right. Exactly. Totally agree.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, Hey, thank you so much, Sarah, for, you know, just kind of doing this and uh, Hey, part two, we're going to get into really how this gets into, we just got into the what and why I'm excited, even though it's 2021, We're teaching again at MedTrade in Phoenix. Oh, won't it be nice if we can actually go and do that?
1: Oh my goodness, that'll be amazing. Yeah, I I look forward to it.
0: That'll be so uh, awesome to teach side by side. We're going to get into the how at mid trade, uh, spring 2021. But if, between now and then, uh, hey, I put your contact info, uh, ecsbillingnorth.com, uh, Sarah Hannah, ecsbillingnorth.com, and then um, here's my uh, my website, phone number, and email address. We're here to help because we want you know the better. It's one of those things. The better we do the better our business is doing. We understand this is not a commodity. And actually, it goes all the way, I'm into transforming communities because if we do healthcare right, we don't have a healthcare problem in this country because we're taking care of everyone. We're not dropshakers.
1: That's right. Agreed. It's a Mm win-win.
0: Super. Well, hey, thank you so much, Sarah. I appreciate you. And uh, I look forward
1: to uh, seeing what's next. Me too. Thanks, Eric. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, you betcha.
0: Thanks again to Sarah Hanna with ECS Billing and Consulting. If you want to reach out to her, her email address as well as website are in the show notes. Or you can always also just Google ECS and Sarah Hanna and she pops up. I can't say enough positive things about ECS and I really consider them, I really consider ECS as an extension of our home medical equipment company. And part of that is as you listen to me talk on the podcasts, that's what makes a truly cohesive team. We should not see our distributors or any consultants we work with as separate companies. I mean, they are separate companies, but if we treat them like family and if we treat them as fellow team members, you really work better with everyone. Sarah understands that as well, too, because billers make a portion of what's collected. So the better we do, the better she does, the better she does, the better we do. So it really does work hand in hand. But at the same time, in life, we want everyone to win. So that wraps it up. For this episode on really empowering your teams by understanding character structure. I so love the Townsend, the Dr. John Townsend model of character structure, which is a combination of competence plus character. You've got to have competence in everything that you do in your job, but at the same time, character comes alongside and goes with that. So you can't have one without the other. And that's what is so vitally important once we understand both. So until next week, take really good care of your customers, take even better care of your team members, and have a wonderful week. Eric Michelson with DME Coach.